you say, oh, I washed my hands. It's Can like, you yeah. please cut this out? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not getting cut out. I don't like it. <laughs> Up, buttheads. Hey, come on now. <laughs> Who are you oh, calling wow. buttheads? I'm, butt I'm going to be rude today. Okay. No, I'm kidding. I actually, I, I feel like I'm going to be the opposite. Over. I'm going to be nice. Okay. So scratch what I, let's restart. Okay, okay go ahead. Okay. Mommy. Okay. Go. <laughs> I'm so, I don't, that was the end of the intro, so you could start. Oh. Nacho oh. Body. Yeah. Wait, so you being nice is like, tomorrow why don't you start? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you kick us off? No, fuck that. Be be rude. <laughs> carry, carry this sound. <laughs> Shit on me. It's the it's the uh what am I trying to say? Opposite day. It's a double sided coin. It's the oh. double edged sword. Opposite day, it's opposite the, day. Uh, it's opposite day and I'm opposite gay. Yeah, I'm straight as fuck. Alright, what are we talking about, guys? Morgan is uh all about Home Depot now. She got that Depot oh love. Yeah. She All she talks about is Home Depot now. I don't Here's know if I can stand it. Home Depot with the baby. You guys. So I feel like I've only been in Home Depot with you, Jordan. And this is just to say that, like, when because when I was thinking about it, I'm like, why am I so blown away by the, by the experience of Home Depot? And I think it's because, you know, typically when you and I go shopping, there's not a lot of browsing going on. We're there for a specific item, a task. A, there's something to be obtained. We go in, we grab it, and we leave. So I had the luxury of browsing at my last visit to, to the depot. And it is a wondrous place. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it has nothing to do with the smell? <laughs> no. It smells nice in there, the lumber. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I like it. What's another store that smells good when you walk in? Subway? <laughs> no, Jimmy John's. <laughs> it smells, dude. Abercrombie? Does it smell? No, that's not, that's not good. Bombard- those... That's like the opposite of Ugh. Depot. It's like synthetic as opposed to that real wood. Yeah. It's that fake sandalwood. Probably like a The Christmas a florist. tree store. Probably Begoy's smells good when you walk in. Probably. The Christmas tree store, yeah. That's you know, a good wherever store. you go, like the Alaska <laughs> Millen feed or wherever you get Christmas trees bloom. We never we, got Christmas we trees. Know, yeah. yeah, no. Where um, would yeah. we go? You need to scope out our Christmas tree spot. I'd rather get a fake one, to be honest. Yeah, I do not know where to go. I don't want to get all them pine needies. Yeah. Well, I don't think we would get a real one in this house, the more I think about it. Okay. I you're the one who's. You're the one that I feel like wants it, and I feel bad for like being like, where are we gonna I put know. it? And you're like, well, here's the it. thing: I want to get a small <laughs> little, a little one, but I feel like Lucy's. I don't want her to pull it on top of herself. It's like I just need to look earlier. Like the last time I looked, it was like a week before Christmas. <laughs> right, you got one of those nightstand table Christmas trees. Yeah, <laughs> which is I think what it's you're talking about. Perfect. Uh, no. But you're talking about a bigger one than that. Well, I was saying I want a little one that's real, but then I started, then I finished my thought process and I'm like, I don't know. Like a was, little real one. Yeah. Like what do they just chop, chop the, t- the tip the top, off of a, a full tree? <laughs> Tipped up. Yeah. But the tops of those trees are always like a little bit like, they're not as like bushy looking. You're not going to get the full like bushy feel of the Christmas tree if you just yeah. cut the top off. You're not going to get full bush. Because it only has like the I think you know, it's, sprigates. I think it's kind of, that's when you 
take decorating to to new heights. Yeah. Okay. The so lights on that Such great heights. Mm-hmm. You posted, you sent uh, that song to our, our chat. <laughs> yeah. It came on when I at work. And I was like, yeah, what is this? <laughs> the name of the song Origin is Star. Death Cab for Cutie, which yeah. I looked up and it is where they got their name from. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, For I real? didn't even. Yeah, I mean, it's got to be. It's got to be. And it's this song is bad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's from the 60s. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I mean, it's 60s trash. <laughs> this is sick, though, because it's like a honking. Yeah. Let my I like cutie cat. call a cab. <laughs> <laughs> she left her east side drum so drab. She went out on the town. No one will make her love frown. What? She went on the town knowing it would make her lover frown. <laughs> Why is she a I, I Someone's gonna make you pay your fare. The Bonzo the Dog was doodah raised. Band. Yeah, the Bonzo Dog Doodah Band. Is... The Bonzo Dog's Body Doodah. Uh, so, yeah, for those Bugatti curious, band. this the name of the song is Death Cat for Cutie, and it is You get to the hook or what? No. Oh, man. Then through the night. Someone's gonna make you pay your fare. I mean, that's kind of the hook. No, it's I know not. it gets to a different. This is like a bridge. don't you <laughs> play with faith? Don't leave your love alone. Where's the backup singers? That's my fault. you go out on the stage, his heart will turn to stone. Bad girl, cutie, what have you done for Someone's gonna make you pay your fare. What the fuck? In the version I heard, there's the backup singers and they're going, Death Cab, Death Cab for Cutie. Yeah, maybe. Um, I don't Maybe it's like on mono or something right now. Oh. Uh, um, it's yeah. on mono, folks. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> mono go go. So that was fun. Mm-hmm. All right, Jamal, your turn. Jamal, uh, we're gonna well, go. Well, we're gonna go see them. Did you want to talk about why I'm in the Home Depot? No. Oh yeah, I mean, I don't really understand no. it. You don't? What do you mean? I mean, I always kind of like because we live right next to a Home Depot, so it's like we need any sort of tool or anything like that. Yeah. It's nice to be able to. But you can like they have all kinds of like cool stuff that I didn't know about, like like. Uh, you know how people have backsplashes in their kitchen and Box stuff that's so like decorative tiling that I always assumed. And it probably uh-huh. if you want it, probably if you want it to last properly, you probably do want it to get like installed heavily. But they have like stick-on tiles that you can like decorate your own backsplashes, and like they've got all kinds of shelving and. Uh, Window coverings. They what have, else? What else does Home Depot have? Yeah, they have cordless blinds. Aisle. Jesus Christ! Cordless blinds. Do you have guys. any emails? I I was just listening to a couple of things that I thought were cool. <laughs> That's all. 
Wow. Everybody knows. Yeah. Everybody, Everybody knows, knows what they had at Home Depot. I've been there 400 times. Fucking rude, man. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We have an email. Okay, go ahead. We have two emails, but it is their one. Okay. Their follow-up. All right. Okay. Uh, hey, Reed fellas. Eight Mile is now on Netflix, or maybe has been, and I was unaware. Regardless, I think this is the only movie Eminem has acted in, right? Do you think he'd be a good actor? This is the first time I'm reading this. Do you think he'd be a good actor <laughs> or fit in other movies at all? Or do you think he just made his movie and was H2 over it? Bezos y Abrazos. Kisses and something. Uh, Jeff and Raps. Um, and then the following one is also R.A.P. to Brittany Murphy, but goddamn her flippy hair in this movie is awful. It is awful. Yeah, yeah but she's kind of trashy. They're living in a trashy boat yeah. inside of town. She's kind of she's supposed, supposed to, to look a like a little like a hooker. Yeah. Yeah, and she is like a fucking hoe bag. She bangs everybody. Yeah. So she's not she's not the good girl of getting who went to college. <laughs> let's just yes, <laughs> let's, let's, put, let's leave it there. <laughs> but yeah, R.A.P. So... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she's you are right. It's she's a hug. rest in peace for sure. <laughs> um, Eminem was in Funny People. Showed up. Oh, oh yeah. But he was cameo. He, cameo. he plays himself. I don't think. I don't know if he's been in any other movie. He's been in music videos. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah. Do you think he'd be good in other in movies? I don't. <laughs> I don't think so. He's not that good in Eight Mile. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's passable in Eight Mile. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he's not. He doesn't. He's not bringing like big mm-hmm. drama. No. He also doesn't seem like he would allow himself to. And I don't know. Maybe this is just you know the persona of Marshall. But like he doesn't seem like a guy who would have a lot of fun with. You know what I mean? Like stretching and like trying. Different roles. I think. I think what you're trying you know what to. What I think what you're trying to say is that he definitely, since he's like a rapper, yeah, that he has a cool persona he needs to uphold. Yeah, but I do believe that he will reach for drama and emotional depth because he does that very much in his music. And whether it's in do comedy you think he direction, would like cry though. Do you think he would go drama like like emotion filled, or do you think it'd be hard? Have you heard Kim? I mean, yeah, he, I, he's not afraid of like becoming Stan. Yes. over the top, like yes. intense, make you feel uncomfortable with the, uh, the emotion that he's um, displaying. I know, but I feel like, I feel like that is a defense in and of itself. I don't think he would do, I don't think he would be like, like Ryan Gosling in the notebook. Like, <laughs> I don't think he's yeah. doing that. Uh, right. Sappy. Yeah. yeah. He's not doing, he's. Or even like Jim Carrey in Eternal Sunshine. Like he's not going to be mm-hmm. like he's not going to be like. I yeah. I'm just kind of him, like a depressed guy. I could yeah, see yeah, yeah, him, yeah, yeah. You know, doing uh, the recovery movie, Eminem's what? recovery. Oh, the movie based on the album. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, something like that. But he's not. Yeah, he's not Philip Seymour Hoffman in Synecdoche, New York. <laughs> yeah. No, no, yeah. definitely not. Or in any other movies. Any Phil other Super Charlie Hoffman. Kaufman movie. <laughs> any other Philip Zuber Hoffman movie. Yeah. You could maybe be the guy at Heart 8 gambling. But, um, yeah, I actually don't... I mean, I don't think he's a good actor, so... Uh, 
but a, I like I like Eight Mile. Like yeah, Eight Mile is a fun. Eight Mile is a wild movie. It's just the fact that it hot coffee, but the fact, <laughs> the fact that it got made at all. Like I get it. He was a yeah. huge sensation. Yeah, I get it. But I it think is what's funny. stopping Eminem from being in movies is himself. If he offered himself, people are like, "Fuck yeah, we're yeah, of course, Eminem in of course." But he, I think he's aware that he's not. It's not his mm-hmm. skill set. It's he's not, his he's not common. <laughs> he's, he's not as versatile as common right yeah. or ice cube yeah <laughs> yeah i just he just doesn't strike me as someone who would enjoy doing that but i don't know him so yeah he strikes me as somebody <laughs> who doesn't want more fame than he already has yeah like he's like yeah. i got this i like like he reached a height that it might be higher than any other rapper ever. I, know. I mean, Kanye I, West is comparable. Mm, mm-hmm. I don't know, but like, as far as like Tupac was on his way, like it's like these levels, yeah. Where it's, I think Eminem was more popular than any other rapper, and it was it the the unique thing about Eminem and maybe Kanye maybe because because he was on the verge of this, but like Eminem was at the height of that when like everyone still watched MTV and listened to the radio, so like. He was like across the board. Right. It wasn't fully saturated with internet music. Yeah, where it's like, like people can it's find like, their own niche. This into is it. what yeah, everyone exactly. is listening to. Like, not only is he the best, yeah, like <laughs> skill wise, like he yeah. just seems like he's outclassing everybody. But he's also what they're pushing on the radio right. and stuff, and he's like dangerous to listen to, and people are yeah. into that. Yeah, it was just a, it was a cul- and he's white. It's like a culmination of like <laughs> yeah. everybody. Yeah. Wants it. Everybody wants some. Of yeah. Him. And they so try put to him in shut a movie. down on MTV. Yeah. And then he probably, Are after, pro- it's probably the eight mile experience where he's like, yeah, it's not for me. Like he did that and he was like, yeah. Yeah. Like this is a movie that's entirely in About my wheelhouse. Me. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally. And I still didn't think I did that good. Yeah. yeah. Who directed it? Is it a Ron Howard picture? No, it's a. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it is. But I think Brian Grazer is involved with it. Yeah. Like Pete Berg or something directed. Who directed it? One of those guys. Peter Berger. You looking at it? Find out. Um, it's it's an answerable question. Yeah. Cool. Is that both parts? Correct. Oh, the Bernie Murphy R.I.P. was this part two. Yes. <laughs> was that a separate email? Oh my god, I totally forgot <laughs> it to was. mention. Yes. <laughs> separate email. Um, cast. Have I found? Okay, while you're looking that up, I have a question. <laughs> Um, you know how like if you put a to- if you pop a piece of toast down in the toaster, like whoosh, like you push the button down. What do you call it? The Curtis lever? Hansen. Sure. Is the director Jim Henson? I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't have pulled that up. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you put toast down via the lever. You go. Whoosh, and you yep. click it down. Slider. If you move the darkness knob after that fact, <laughs> will it? <laughs> I don't. I think so. Will it, I've asked myself this question. Yeah. Is many it going to adhere to I've what asked it was myself before this question, click, or can it adjust on the fly? I've asked myself this question my entire life. I believe <laughs> it can adjust on the fly. I believe it can adjust. Like you can get new darkness on the fly. But here's the thing: Does it start the clock over? I think it just pushes the clock. For, you know, it would be interesting because no one turns the darkness knob lighter. Do they? Yeah. If you like click it down and then you notice. You realize, oh shit. Okay. Because I'm always going further, but it'd be really easy to tell if you just left it on the dark for a while and then you just like cranked it back to see if it popped right like up. Like you're pulling the brakes on it. Right. Instead like of I feel, you just in my, in my mind, you're, 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 
you're setting the clock forward and back, like you're just pushing the timer out further versus. But I, yeah. I feel like it is like a. Is it just a? It's not just a timer, right? I feel like it's almost. Is it also maybe the intensity of those fucking, uh, those fucking the coils? Yeah. Coils, yeah. I always assumed it was time, but me too. But I feel like it's not like oh my god, I don't it's taking it's forever. No, I think I think it's maybe at least a bit of both. I just don't think those coils. I, first of all, I don't think the your average toaster. Let me be clear. Is uh, um, fuck. I had the fucking word sophisticated enough to heat those elements up to like drastically different temperatures. <laughs> I think there's a simple like, you know, heat these fucking aluminum strings. Yeah, uh, like it's like a toast heat. Because yeah. if it was a light heat, nothing's getting toasted. Right. It's just warming the yeah. bread. Yeah. I don't think it's I don't think it's all that sophisticated, but I could be but wrong. I don't think that that is sophisticated. It's just more or less energy running through those yeah. things. Okay. I agree yeah. with Jamal. Like that could be a that could be a factor. Intensity of heat. Because it doesn't feel like a timer. It really doesn't feel yeah. like I feel like a timer, like because then you, I think you'd just see it crank maybe down. Maybe it is, and the right? Ding. Like it's not. It yeah, does feel like an intensity. intensity. It's such a flimsy little knob yeah. that I just. Huh. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, I was just. But can you do I it? I think it's on the fly. Lever? I think it is on the fly. Yeah. We should experiment. Yeah. Get to the bottom easy of this shit. Easy yeah, experiment. easy. It is. We could run many experiments. And eat a bunch of toast. Well, Speaking first... of toasted but not toasted, because I'm not talking about Quiznos, I'm talking about Subway. I was driving home, Subway mm-hmm. smells. Mm-hmm. And on down at Alameda, there's a Subway. It looks like a very old school looking Subway. Like, what does that mean? It has like, it's almost like a Pizza Hut roof, but it's green. <laughs> yeah, of I know exactly I what you're talking about. And they had a, you know, you know how... Like on the actual sign, that's not a part of the store. It's like a posted, yeah. Like a post, like the McDonald's arches are on yeah. one of those, and they'll have like a board with like removable letters yes. that they can. Yeah, very different. familiar. Little like like a, a marquee. Like a marquee, yeah. Um, this marquee in front of this subway says "Lobby under new management." <laughs> oh yeah, I've seen that. You I've seen that? that exact sign. Yeah, <laughs> which I was thinking like. What? <laughs> First of all, <laughs> this is what's bringing. This is what you chose to bring people in. Yeah, is it like what happened in the past? Right. Yeah, or where there was like a shooting there or something? And like, right, because of poor management. Like, like, right. Hey, the lobby area. Like we have, we have a lobby manager. Like the employees now. shot the customers. That they're like, hey, we fired those guys. <laughs> they're not here anymore. <laughs> they, those rowdy people are gone. Lobby. Uh, lobby. They yeah, must yeah. mean like. They must. They didn't want to imply that, like, Subway, the fucking corporation, has new management, like, new heads of Subway. And they're uh, saying, like, this franchise specifically. They chose the word right. lobby. lobby. But it is very odd. Because they could, yeah, to your point, they couldn't have just said under new management. Because then people right. might read that and be like, has Subway changed ownership? Yeah. But they're like, lobby. Did they put Jared in charge? <laughs> oh, no. What a comeback story. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So I thought that was pretty funny. I was like, "New management, huh? maybe I should check it out." <laughs> Y'all go in now. I wonder the, what they've done with the, the lobby lo- since. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I, I want to see how how much it's changed. Yeah, I hope they, I hope they have photos. 
anyways. Yeah. But speaking of Death Cab for Cutie, uh-huh. we I don't know if we've mentioned that we'll, we, we're going to see them. When? Yeah. Have we talked about that? Is it in the family calendar? What is there to talk about? I don't know. I'm just mentioning that we're No, we did it. talk about it because I brought it up to you. I said, Has did that, that pass? Then? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's we bought right. the tickets so long ago. Yeah, yeah. No, it's like the 20-something, 23rd, 27th. 27th. Yeah, 27th. 27th. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's the day before our anniversary. If we could please put it in the calendar. It is. I don't know if I put it. I don't know if I marked it as family. Oh yeah, I didn't. I'll do it right now. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it right here on the fly. Thank you, sir. Do everything on the fly. You could also put a somewhat relevant time frame that's not random. Stop being my boss. (laughs) It's important. Morgan started a new job. You know what time frame it is. It's an. It's a concert. You know exactly what time it is. I am. I'm starting a new job tomorrow. Yeah. How are you feeling about it? Tell the people what your thoughts are. You know, I am. I am excited about the new job. I do feel like three weeks was not enough time off. Yeah. But Anybody? I feel that I would feel that way no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. It is, yeah, if you, even, if you got, took more time off, you would have that feeling more, I think. I think so. If you yeah. had six weeks off, it would be like, oh, I fuck. I think so. Do I even know how to work anymore? And, yeah, and yeah, I yeah, got yeah. all the chores done. Home de- This is the Home Depot. Mm-hmm. Relevant. Uh, my home office is at least ready to be uh, habitated. Yep. I need to buy a desk. Yeah. Gordon has offered. That's going to be great, though. It's going to be a great office space. I Dude, I... I'm so glad. So I had asked Jordan a bunch of times, like, hey, are you sure we want to put carpet back in here? Because, like, it's hard for me to roll the chair and, like, it's not really good for what we use it for. Like, I think we should get, like, a laminate floor or something like that. And I asked him so many times that I was really afraid to bring it up one more time. And then I did. And he, like, asked for some clarification. And then he's like, oh, yeah, no, it's totally fine. Well, this is all this is all in the throes of, like, <laughs> talking with the insurance company. No, I know. And I was like... Mm-hmm. It just sounded to me that it wouldn't be possible. Like, we have to get one-to-one replacement. Yeah. And I was like, I want to get reimbursed by the insurance. Yeah. I'm just really glad that you did a bunch of research. I was like, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, it looks nice in there. Yeah. It's pretty tight. I like it a lot. Thanks. I picked out flooring myself. Good job. I'm surprised you're nervous to get back to work. I I, I feel like you should be excited to get, get up in that office. Start exploiting that office. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited. Um, I'm excited for money and health insurance because, boy, there have been a couple things where Lucy's like, oh, she's a rash. Oh, she got this. I'm like, just hang on, buddy. Yeah. Just a couple hang more days. <laughs> yeah. 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 Also, guess what? What? I'm getting my braces off on Tuesday. Whoa. Bro, I forgot you had braces, bro. Just on the bottom. Yeah. You're going to have some teeth freedom. Yeah, I know. Free teeth. Free the teeth. Nice. Are you going to stay on top of your retainer game? I think so. Tight. Let's see what Megan's wondering. Hey, Reed fellas. Um, We'll take it back to 1999 with Cisco and the thong song. I still think it's a banger. (laughs) Uh, What if you reversed it? What if, um, you know, boxers or briefs are getting talked about or whatever? Do you think it would bend 
as big of a song. Oh, and then maybe if a female sang it instead, right? Like, nobody's done a parody of this, like, uh, Weird Al or something version, right? It would be great. Lost opportunity. Anyways, I was wondering if you love that song or what. I I think that <laughs> I Megan love that should make song. this song. Yeah, she, she made should make it. But, but, but I also... Saying, oh, go ahead. Sorry. I thought she was saying, like... What if someone put it in reverse? Like, are there yeah, going to be, like, too. subliminal I messages? It wrong. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, that's I'm very talking gendered. about boxers. That's a very gendered question. I mean, men can and do wear thongs all the time. That is true. And women wear boxers. Yes. So, yeah. <laughs> um, I do love that song, though. That is a good song. It is a banger. <laughs> I listened to it fairly recently. And was like, this shit is tight. <laughs> Make you bop. It's a bop. But also, there has been a parody of oh. this song by Lonely I'm, Island. I'm sure there's a million. Yeah. Yeah. But What's the Lonely Island one? You, no, no. I'm thinking of, I'm not thinking of the song. Thinking of the Whisper song. I'm thinking of the Whisper song. Yeah. What other songs does Cisco have? He did have, I think he had one other song. Okay. It was like, to me, it's the equivalent of, of, uh, Who let the dogs out? No, Shaggy. No, no, no. It's <laughs> I like big butts and I cannot lie. Oh, okay. By what the fuck is his name? No the Bahamas. Just fucking forgot. <laughs> Anyways, he um, had that was his one hit, but mm-hmm. he had another one. Put he done the song. Put it on the glass. Oh, I nice. love that one. Uh, which was not as popular, but I feel mm-hmm. like so that's the same sort of like one to one with Cisco. I feel Cisco had. The thong song, and then he had one other one. It might have been on the Wow Wow West soundtrack. <laughs> Hell yeah! Uh, let me look. Let me look. Let me look up Cisco Wow Wow West. Unless, <laughs> unless incomplete uh, rings a bell. I think that is his second most popular song. Oh, it's uh, yeah. Wait, wait. Which doesn't sound familiar to me. Is this just pulled up Wow Wow West, the actual song? Ah. Will Smith featuring Cisco and Cool Mode D. Oh, he's in the fucking. Okay, he's in the track. That's yeah. it. Uh, <laughs> That's probably him, dude. I'm going straight. Yeah, dude. That might be Cisco. Yeah, that's Cisco. <laughs> so no, he doesn't have any other songs. <laughs> well, that's his put it on the glass. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> he might have another one. I don't know. West. It doesn't appear so. World Wide Web. Not like a, a memorable do, 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 one. Do. Um, yeah. <laughs> How come I can't remember the guy who does I Like Big Butts? He's on uh, uh, Lil' Kim's How Many Licks. That's it. <laughs> He's just a big feature guy. <laughs> Baby Got Back, yeah, Sir Mix-a-Lot. Sir Mix-a-Lot. Mix-a-Lot. Oh, God. Uh, Call 1-800-Mix-a-Lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So James Blake, speaking of music, yeah, he dropped a new album. He did, playing robots into heaven. And I just finished listening to it last night. Yeah, I know. What's funny? I had I put my headphones in in the bed. <laughs> yeah, and then all of a sudden, like it's mid. It's a song is loud because I, I'm listening to music. I like to put my headphones in, and then I just hear like. Ee, ee. <laughs> I'm like, I take my headphones out. Morgan's like a mid sentence talking to me. Like, fuck, what? No, you're like. <laughs> Are you talking to me? Like <laughs> super loud. It's <laughs> like, yeah, I was just saying. You're like, yeah, you're like, if you were playing a podcast, if you could play it out loud, I'd like to hear it too. <laughs> I was like, I'm not playing a podcast. He's like very <laughs> angry. Leave me alone. He's like, what does that mean though? He's like, sorry, like, I'm trying to. With your headphones in, 
turn up the volume so no, no, I can no, also hear like, it. Put my headphones away. Yeah. Like, oh, she's allowing it off of Like, the... if I was listening to a podcast in my headphones, she was saying, like, I don't have to play it through my headphones. I could play it oh, out of my oh, phone oh. volume. I see. But I was, I was listening to music, and I don't want to listen to the music off my phone volume. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Anyway, so I finished listening to it. Pretty good. I enjoyed it. Yeah. The it lulls in the middle, like tracks yeah. four, five, and six, I don't like. You skip all four of them, yeah, three yeah. of those. Um, but <laughs> it starts off strong. End. Yeah. And, and it ends strong. Well, the last track is like a nothing song. Yeah, it's but, more of a yeah. But intro, everything up in there. Outro. I really like Asking to Break is probably yeah. my favorite one. My second favorite one is probably I Want You to Know. I Want You to Know is very good. It's probably my second favorite. But it is sampling Beautiful by I Snoop Dogg and Pharrell. <laughs> you know that song? Beautiful. I just want you to know you're, you're my, my favorite girl. Oh, 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 oh. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. You don't sure. know that song? No, I don't know. Well, that's so. James Blake is just singing that yeah. song. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you would know that song. It's, I guess it's before your time. Yeah. I just want you to know. Let me find it. Let me play it for my you. Okay. Girl. Beautiful. This album is pretty sick, though. I like that he went back. I was worried about him, you know, a little bit. Right. It's Always definitely, am. it's more. It's a more solo project. You could tell, like it's, it's like probably him by himself in a, in a just, studio making music. Yeah, it's, no features on it. Yeah, it's more akin to like his first two or three albums before he started to blow up. Yeah, it's definitely it's less accessible. It has more of a fucking like weird. I don't want to say amateur vibe, but like a fucking. Well, it's experimental, it and he's taking risks, and yeah, it doesn't sound like. He's like going for singles or anything. Like yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, 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 oh. This is right up there with a thong song. You don't know? You don't recognize this song? No. That's wild. It's like, it's, I love when, like, it's like now you have this in your life. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> probably don't know much Pharrell. What's some? I mean, this is Snoop Dogg. Some of his viewer stuff, I guess. Some of I know you don't lose it. This new Snoop shit. Come on, baby, boo. You got to get into it. Going forward to play with the cool with. Yeah, yeah. You know I'm always on that cool shit. Walk to it. Anyways, um, early 2000s. Yeah. Uh, those are the jams. The jams, Blake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Fire the Editor, I like. Mm-hmm. And then track, and then um, loading probably four. I like fourth. Yeah, loading's good. And then you like the third track. I like tell me. Tell me I can. Tell me is fifth. Yeah. <laughs> Not as good. Tell as me like. that you love me over and over and over. It's fucking tight. And then it sounds, but it sounds like he's sampling fucking Darude Sandstorm or something. Right. Well, that's like a lot of the drum, the drums that he's using are uh-huh. like off of like a keyboard, like pushing play, like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the whole thing's supposed to be like it's like that's probably loosely... why I don't like Tell Me. It's just because of the drum. Like the drums sure. do sound like yeah, like old Daft Punk. Yeah, but I I like that kind of shit. But this the, the synth sounds like he's almost sampling fucking Darude Sandstorm. Yeah, the song's pretty tight. It's but pretty it's tight. not as tight. Yeah. 
this song is great. It's just interesting. Yeah. And and, and sonically like like frigid. God damn. Yeah. yeah. And then when he starts singing over the top of it, it's so it's so good. And it changes in like cool ways. What do you think of this song, Morgan? I like it. Now that we've heard beautiful, now you can listen to I want you to know. Hey, this has that dance club. That's like the sort of the loose theme for the whole album I heard is like it's like a a weird fucking almost like drug induced like trip this out is drug, this is trippy like, yeah this, this is what you listen to while you're off fucking falling yeah <laughs> but yeah that you're like on a night out like going to different raves and yeah. bar hopping with fucking the homie has that vibe yeah. in a good way yeah um so James Blake yeah mm-hmm. in a minute I recommend it. Playing Robots into Heaven. Check it out. What are you? Are you a UFC guy, Jordan? Um, yes and no. I am in mm-hmm. the sense that I I enjoy the sport. I'm not in the sense that I don't ever really watch it. I've seen a yeah. few matches, but I don't follow mm-hmm. it closely. Morgan, UFC. I respect the sport no. though. I am familiar with who Ronda Rousey is, however. Yeah. Oh, she's the worst. <laughs> she's the worst. Oh, I will say this because I've been watching some UFC because the roommates with the having like viewing parties like we do for F one. Now we're doing UFC. The, okay, and that's been pretty fun. That's quite the jump. Um, well, we you, do both. How do you watch them? Uh, yeah, I think Gavin buys the fights. He's oh, one who wow. hosts the UFC nights. Why is it quite the jump? What are you saying? From F one to UFC. Why is that quite the jump? I don't know because you're in cars. Non contact. <laughs> Two things that I don't do: drive and fight. <laughs> yeah, I don't do it. <laughs> don't like uh, it but i like watching it um like people who are doing it at the highest level yeah yeah but yeah. this is why ufc is the greatest sport on that, that is like live to watch because these guys will call each other faggots and say, like and not lose their sponsorships it's tight it is hilarious oh you mean live on tv i thought you mean <laughs> yeah. like in, in the arena i'm like how would you know no, no, no. Like, afterwards, they're like, like, hey, how are you feeling during that fight? And they're like, fuck all you fucking faggots who didn't believe in me. Right. <laughs> and yeah. like all Put it shit. on pay-per-view, then it's like, yeah. 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 It's tight. There were three. <laughs> Every single one. There were three F-bombs in the last fight we watched. Three different <laughs> fighters dropped it. It's talking, and then, like, they're like, oh, he's like, he says something like, one of the fighters, I can't remember who the fighters, I don't know who any of them are. They have, like, weird names, like, the last style bender, <laughs> the Korean zombie and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But... But uh, one of the guys, he was like, "Fuck all you faggots out there that 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 didn't have my like they didn't believe in me that that and then the year a bunch of people go boo <laughs> and they're immediately call they're calling themselves faggots like calling themselves out <laughs> boo." <Yeah. laughs> 
but it's fun. It's a fun sport to watch. It is. Yeah. I definitely gained a the, lot the, more interest in the sport after I started doing jujitsu. Yeah. And I was like, the, the, the smaller fights are way better. Cause I feel like both of them have something to prove and they just will go get into it. You're watching like the main card event. There's a lot of uh, generally a lot of like hesitancy in, the, in them. They're like it's defending a, a title. Like well, you, yeah, yeah. Well, there's that, but there's also the stakes are so much higher if you mm-hmm. follow it. Mm-hmm. So it makes it better. I feel like that hesitancy is first of all, it's might it's 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 almost more of a respect of your opponent. Like these two are so high level, no, for they, sure. they're aware that for the sure. other and there's, uh, there's, are going to exploit their mistakes. Right, and it is clear that there's more skill and like strategy happening, but it's not as fun to watch. <laughs> I think it is. That's what after doing jujitsu, then that becomes more fun. You're like, how's he going to get in there? Now it's more sure. Like, yeah. Well, for me, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> for me, it's gay, but. For, and also the the ladies, the lady fights, dude, pretty dope. I'm serious. I'm serious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. That, that's well, because why also became famous because yeah, it was fun to watch her just dominate. I just don't really like it, you know. Like I just don't. I just don't. It's too. It gets too like so violent. Yeah, like where <laughs> there's nothing to really cover it up, like the helmets and the stuff. And it's like, what are we doing? You know, it is less mm-hmm. dangerous than football. Yeah, well, I'm sure. I just it just right, just the visual. There's of, blood and stuff, right, and it's right. just very hard to but, ignore. Speaking of sports, uh, I'm just checked. I'm in first place. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. in the in our pick'em league. There's a bunch of people tied for second. Okay. No one tied for reversal. Well, there's still we're still very early on. There's still a lot of games yeah, to go. Chill out, bro. <laughs> but the ladies fighting, first of all, is funny. But second of all, <laughs> I think it's like sad. There's something like sad about it. I don't, I don't think so. I think no. They, they love this shit. No, I'm sure. I mean, I know. I mean, I'm aware that people train and fucking learn how to and do all this shit. This is how bucks. they compete. There is just something. Also, there's something about a girl who's. You don't have to worry. Like she's she's gonna be fine out there. You know, she's not gonna she's not gonna be the one who gets <laughs> right. Like she, who, she's running not gonna get her jaw broken or, or yeah, yeah yeah yeah. She's strong. She's good. Yeah. But it is it's funny. Oh, I thought you were saying. No, I thought you were saying like. The girl fights, you don't have to actually worry about anyone getting hurt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, that's sort of what I was going to say. Because, you know, like, when the guys are fighting, they'll fucking... When they knock each other down, they get a clear shot. They do the hammer fist yeah. right to the fucking dome and just try and knock them out. Uh-huh. You watch the ladies do that, and they can never knock each other out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit, she's going in. And then the other one, she's just, like, totally fine. She's just like... Yeah. I thought... I've heard... I don't know if this to be true, but I thought... Knocking someone out is more about placement, not necessarily force. You're thinking of sumo wrestling, knocking them outside of the circle. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like where it lands. Both are definitely important. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, but blunt force trauma. You could have like, oh, like this part of your head, you could take hits. Yeah, I thought it was like... But if you get hit right in the right spot in your chin. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if they say he has a strong chin, that means you can take... Because a lot of times it's your mandible mm. that will like rock your whole skull. That will knock oh, you out. Oh, because it's like ricocheting. Yeah. Tight. 
Yeah. But yeah, you get hit in the fucking nose hard enough, it's going to knock you out too. It's going to hurt way more. Yeah. Hitting a punch in the nose probably hurts more than anything. Do you think yeah. they pinch each other ever? No. Uh, they have to make sure their no. nails are cut and like all those yeah. little things. Because that um, would be definitely my go-to I think move. if they pinch, I, like, I would scratch. I think I'll bite. <laughs> I think just to get the fight disqualified so we don't have to do this anymore i think a pinch would not affect anybody who's adrenaline well that's well. what i'm <laughs> yeah. wondering that's True. what i'm wondering because like really that is these, my instinct is to just pinch like so hard you know like but then i'm like i don't even know if that would if there's wreck, so much it, sweat and stuff like yeah. you're not gonna <laughs> get a good yeah, they're like covered in oil yeah. and just... yeah i don't know just a thought that's what that's what i'd probably do you'd go for hair pull would be more effective than a pinch but even then you're not you're not allowed to do that. Right. Yeah, it's funny listening to they have like one of the commentators or is a woman, and she's like commenting on you know the live fight happening between two big like heavyweights, you know. Uh huh. And she's like, when you got a guy coming at you like that, oh, I'm God. like, how do you know? What are you talking? Shut up! <laughs> Shut up, dude. She she's an expert in the field. I don't like. I, I, this is a, I know this is not a correct take, but I don't like the female commentators on the footballs. I don't like, the, I don't like them. They, they're annoying. It feels, you know what it feels like to me? It feels like they're the girls who are trying to be like, see, like I'm the cool girlfriend and you know, I know all about You know football. what those are called? What? Uh, pick me, pick me bitches. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the. They're pick, I learned them leagues. Pick them. They're yeah. pick them. Pick, pick they're pick them. Oh my gosh! I mean, I understand me, me. that they they probably do have like they probably played flag football or whatever the fuck. <laughs> like, I mean, it just is really right. like this is not your. But it's not your <laughs> league. Like, even so, I feel like. It just is a bold move to right. be it like feels, I'm gonna. I don't know. I kind of disagree with this. I feel like there are. I think it's woman to woman the same way that there's some male commentators that i don't like yeah i don't like joe buck you know like there's certain guys no sure but but it, but even then like they're professionals so they're still passable and i think i think there are certain women um that wouldn't do that to you like that that might be i don't know i don't know, I have an example but, but like, i mean but it can just depend women even they tend to have play, deeper voices can women even play football at a collegiate level i have no idea i don't think there is there's not enough interest so yeah. it's like what is this and the nfl i think <laughs> i don't think they specifically say this but i think it is technically co-ed no it's not like you could probably get a, like a female kicker but the fact of the matter is men have stronger legs yeah, <laughs> right. yeah it's never gonna happen. well i mean i guess they've got cheerleaders that they're considered part of the team i don't know they, they don't draft them they don't get the ring no <laughs> Uh, sure, sure, sure. You're on the team, but you know it. But just the Arizona Cardinals had a woman very... coach for a while. I See, think. that's uh, insane to me. That's so ridiculous. And there's some women refs. Okay, um, sure, I, that's fine. But no, dude, yeah, get too I emotional mean, that I can make the right call out there, dude. They're moving too quick. It huh? is. Their eyes can't keep up. <laughs> it just oh, there's a jet. Um, I just feel like it's just not probably going to crash into the Never building. Never heard that before. We're fine. Okay. Ball. I don't think so, dude. I uh, know, dude. All right. But, uh, yeah, no, it is. I, I think to what you're saying, that's true. But the way this lady was talking, not a fan. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, yeah. do, it did feel because she's a woman. 
like the way she, the what she was choosing to say was like why did you say it like yeah. that when you got a big guy coming at you like that like, like as if she's like pulling from memory yeah. And it's like, and then, and then, if it's you take it literally, it's like Jesus Christ, a big gal, <laughs> a big gal. Oh no! You know, like she's been in a, a fight a with a huge man, exactly. Situation. Which I think, if you're gonna scout for new talent, go to like a battered women's shelter or something, and see if you can find a, a lady no. who can take a punch, dude. Because they're they they're they're weak of mind. Yeah, they are. If, they, if they're going to <laughs> they're going cry into a battered women's shelter, they can't hack it. Yeah, true, true. Uh, you might be right. You know, also, I'm going to say this one more thing. I have one more point. This is uh, really not, uh, you know, nice at all. But, like, if you're going to – okay, let's say that you are just the biggest NFL fan lady in the world or whatever, and you've risen the ranks to be able to speak to it on mm-hmm. national television. You shouldn't look like you do. You know what I'm saying? Like, like – Pair it now. Like you look. You should look like Rosie O'Donnell or something. Is that what you're saying? They're all cheerleaders. No, I know what you're saying. Like when they go down to the field, like the reporter yes. on the field. Yes. Like they're done up and stuff. But I feel like some of them in the like, I don't know if this ha- if this is in in, uh, in the NFL. I'm trying to like like the booth co- like the actual commentators on the game. Oh, I don't like, know that I've seen going. that before. Yeah, like maybe. that's what's happening with Jam- when Jamal's watching. Right. Yeah, I'm talking about like. Yeah, when they throw it to the field, like that, those those are nobody people. I, I hate the, that because they're like, I don't know. After the game, when they're interviewing, like the player interviews, those suck. <laughs> but sometimes it's like if a player got injured, like they throw it down to them during mm-hmm. halftime to be like, "What's the status on the injury?" And they'll just tell them if they're coming back in the game and stuff. So there's some useful information there if you're following the game, right? And it can be definitely delivered by a woman. Like it doesn't matter, right? They're just <laughs> reading the prompter or whatever. Yeah. Well, they they went and got the info. Like they're the oh, they asked yeah. the guys. Yeah, yeah. But that doesn't have anything to do with the game. If it's an injury, I feel like we it saw it on Thursday. No, no, no. no. It doesn't have anything to do with the rules of the game, really. Right. The, it's just yeah, the status the, of his yeah. body. Right, that's what I'm saying. During halftime, they're not the actual commentators on the sport. I guess what bugs me more, and maybe I maybe I thought I saw something like this, and I didn't. Whenever that first game was, it felt like they threw to some chick on the field, and she was like commenting on like the overall team like she was like and who knows how it's gonna affect the you know joe schmoe's yeah they, they yeah they pump a lot it's of that hella in. gay yeah <laughs> i mean you're not into the sport so it's hard to talk okay. with anybody who's I'm not sorry. into the sport I about didn't it mean to be late like, you can have your takes but i'm just saying like to expect me yeah, to agree you're starting with the to takes. sound like a female commentator right now <laughs> sorry i was just trying to add stuff to the pod man no 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 i'm making there's a lot of Jordan gay things about football <laughs> What? I said, there's a lot of gay things about football. But like what? The commercials. <laughs> yeah. So much. It's kind of my favorite so part. So much commercials. They I really can't get an, a window. No I get a window into what people with cable are seeing. Like, what? I don't know the products, you know, which are, they're all Apple and Amazon and fucking Google yeah, now. Rise and anyway. Liberty Mutual. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just have her sneakers. I'm Mayhem. All oh, my God. Which is funny. We uh, hung out with. Our, our mutual friend Yusuf. Uh. <laughs> oh, did you go? Yeah. yeah. Nice. And I don't know. He just had mentioned that he had YouTube Premium 
basically solely because of Liberty Mutual. Ads. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Really? Yeah. Because I said I got a car accident the other, and I'm trying to get a hold of the other insurance company, and they have Liberty Mutual. And then Yusuf was like, "I got YouTube Premium because of Liberty Mutual." Liberty. I was like, "Same." That's really, yeah. They are insufferable. They were, they're so aggressive on YouTube ads. Yeah. Uh, and they're the worst ads. They suck. Liberty Mutual. Liberty. Liberty Mutual. Liberty, liberty beautiful. Liberty. Liberty. It's bad. Anyways, football's yeah. back, everybody. Uh. Giants play tonight. Yeah. Uh, let's go. Let's go, Giants. Speaking of football, I watched the show The Quarter- Quarterback on Netflix. Yeah. About uh, uh, Elliot Reed. Yeah. So it follows three quarterbacks from last season Patrick Mahomes, yep. uh, the quarterback for the Minnesota Vikings, who is. No man. Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins. Is it Kurt or Kirk? Kirk. Captain Kirk. Oh, okay, cool. I, th- I thought I was being funny. Uh, nope, that's his actual name. So and also, right. And then Marcus Mariota, who is the least interesting of the three because he wasn't on a competitive team and he's yeah. not very good. He's underdog. But uh, this show's not bad. I, I enjoyed it. How, uh, you said it's a show. How many episodes are there? Eight. It's like oh. Drive to Survive feeling where it's like behind the scenes and then oh, all okay. and you get a, you get into the game and they go by the games for the season, mm. the most important games. Uh, you see cool plays, uh, <laughs> but uh, Patrick Mahomes' wife is a screeching banshee, and they yeah. cut to her constantly, like during like the games uh-huh. footage, and they cut to her in the booth, like watching. Yeah, and every single time he like does a good play, she just what? <laughs> it's, like, it's grating. It's so bad. Ugh. And yikes! Whereas Kirk Cousins and his wife are like the most wholesome christian yeah like he's such a dork like he's like yeah. hey like but he's like <laughs> such a genuine dork yeah like yeah, it's yeah. so endearing watching him yeah like this guy is like who he is patty papa no no no. kirk cousins oh. pat patrick mahomes is a little bit he's of a younger generation yeah. he kind of is a little obnoxious yeah and a little annoying I can see that. but you get but it you can't have one without the other i feel like a lot of like marcus mariota's he's the quarterback for the Atlanta Falcons during that season. And he, you could just tell in, in the way he's talking that he has a little bit of insecurity about like showing his stuff, you know, about like he has to prove himself to be good. He hasn't, mm-hmm. he hasn't won anything yet and he hasn't yeah. gone far and he's been on and several different football with, teams. So you yeah. can almost see that insecurity in him where he's not as like, I'm the best. He's not, yeah, he's not as obnoxious or, and like, but yeah. like Patrick Mahomes, is he was right out, earned that he right. He was right out the gate, like the best, right when he first. Oh started. yeah, I yeah. mean he's been good, yeah, since his rookie year. Hey, that's hard. I mean you can't fault him. Almost he's yeah. just your average sneakhead. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. That's it. That's my point. Is yeah. like he has that fucking like. It's so hard listening to him talk, but it's because of that. Because no one, mm. he's he thinks he knows everything. He's like, I'm the best at this. Right. Ever. I have all of this evidence. Yeah. <laughs> right. But it's not, I don't think he's has that attitude because he's the best. I think he's the best because he has that attitude. Oh, interesting. Mm. Because it's like, he's not, he's like, he's 
he's feeling himself. You know, he's like, I yeah. am good. Right. I can get this done. Like, like let's do, like he's always told us like he doesn't have like interesting things to say except yeah. for like, good job, good job. Good job. Like, yeah. no, and he doesn't nice. he doesn't feel like embarrassed. Like, what am I doing? Am I gonna hype up this whole team? Like who am I? He doesn't yeah, have yeah, that yeah, who yeah, am yeah. I. He's like, I am yeah. going to hype up the team. Everyone's yeah. gonna follow me, even though right. like there's other <laughs> members on the team that are way older than I am. Like yeah. so I can't that, imagine. Yeah, so there's that, that yeah, it's yeah. just it's a personality that I can't relate to. Yeah. But it's obviously works in his yeah. profession and it's wor- working very well for him. Yeah. But Kirk Cousins is like I, I want you guys to watch the show just for the Kirk Cousins bit. I have to look at because like he's it. like, I've heard the name. Like he he says like the like the dorkiest stuff, but it's like I can't hate the guy. Like, I don't hate him at all. Mm-hmm. Like you're watching it, and this guy is like such a, like a nice guy. Yeah, he's like I'm very boring and stuff. But he <laughs> yeah. also gets fired up too. Like like he's fam- like he's famous. He was a quarterback on the Washington Redskins first, back when they were called the Redskins, and mm-hmm. he's he, got a sordid past. And like they finally like won a game after they're having a hard season or whatever, and he like you like went to like the the press booths and he was just like walking through like all the journalists. He's like, "You like that? You like that? You like that?" <laughs> and so like after that, like everyone always says to him, "Like you like everyone in the like the crowds if he's like walking through like the stands or everyone's like, "You like that? You like that?" Yeah. Like, he, he can't not have people yelling yeah. that at him. So, uh, but he's like, so he does get fired up, but like. In general, he's just like even like in the t- his talking head, he has like chap lips and stuff. He's just like I just like I'm a regular normal like mundane guy. And, like, oh my God. and his wife is like super like this Christian seeming like we just you know like we love him and like, like we I, love he's a you tell that but they're in love, and, love like him. he doesn't pay attention to like any press or like Twitter or whatever. Like on Tuesdays, he answers his fan mail and like he goes to the bookstore and he's like saying things about the books. Like he picks uh, Dwayne Wade's book off the shelf. He's like, oh, Dwayne Wade has a book oh. now, <laughs> and he's like, you know what's interesting about this? Oh God! When I was in high school, I'd read books like this all the time just to like get an idea of what it was like to be at a professional level. But now I see it with a new perspective, and he's. I see him almost as like a colleague and like and I see the way that he like goes through life and like has to work through like fame and like money and, yeah. and the business side of it. So mm-hmm. it's just nice seeing those two perspectives. So yeah, he, he has like this like, <laughs> like nice dude. Yeah, you just want to dap him up. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. It's like, that's cool. Yeah. You have both yeah. perspectives. And, yeah. stuff. and he's like, he says like dorky ass shit. Like he's like in practice and he like says to his teammate, he goes, uh, Hey, guess what today is? Another opportunity. <laughs> God damn. You're um, right, though. And he like... Oh, Lucy's awake. Give her a minute. Um, I'll just do baby break. All right, so Kirk Cousins, we're back. Um, yeah. he, uh, so there's another funny moment where he has to play the Thanksgiving Day game. Mm-hmm. And, and they win. And... After you win the game, the winning team, like the the stars of the, the their team, get to like have a turkey. They have the, the turkey dinner, or whatever, and with the reporters being like, "Hey," and then you know ban- banter. Cool. And uh-huh. Courage is just like so stoked about. It. He's like, "I've always wanted to eat the turkey here." So. <laughs> oh my god, what a good attitude to have! Yeah, and he's like, "Yeah, whatever." I always wanted to do this, and then <laughs> the. the <laughs> One of the reporters is like, why don't you try that? That's a turducken right there. And he goes, oh, is that what that is? I was wondering what that is. And he like, he starts cutting it. He's like, I don't even know how to cut into this and stuff. She's like, you could just use your hands if you want. And he has, he gets a big piece of it. And he starts eating it. And he's like, all right, all right. And then like it cuts to later. Like he's going to get to the locker room, but he's still holding the same piece. 
And then they're like, oh, Kurt got it. Everyone's excited for him. They're like, he got his turkey. He got like, as if he's been like talking about it like, for, yeah, for years. That's like, insane. His favorite thing is like, Kurt finally got his turkey. He finally got his turkey. They keep yeah. saying it. And then he like whispers to the guy next to him. He goes, it's actually a turducken. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, this is a turducket. Special, <laughs> like, special he's thing. Like so stoked on it. <laughs> just like, this is the kind of guy he is. He's yeah. so like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or as most people would be like, yeah, no, I don't want turkey dinner. I want to go home to my, my family. family. Well, his family's there at the game. Yeah. But still. Yeah. Like, he's a superstar. That's awesome. Good for him. It's another, it's another moment where, it, like, yeah, he, uh, after they, they, this past season, they, they had the biggest comeback in NFL history. They were down by 33 points, and they came back and won against the Indianapolis Colts, and they did the whole game. And he's in the locker room, and he sees another player brought his kid in with him. He goes like, oh, he's like, oh, like, Javaris brought in Cooper or whatever. He's like, I'm going to go get <laughs> Sam or whatever the fuck his kid's name is. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I think I can go get Sid. Maybe his kid's name is Cooper. Anyways, he's like, I'm going to go yeah. get Cooper. I, I think I'm going to go uh, see if he wants to come to the locker room. Like, that'd be a great moment. And like talking again. He's like, that'd be such a great moment to like something that he could remember, like going into the locker room with his dad and stuff. And I was like, like, <laughs> he's like, I never even thought of that. I'm going to do that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is nice. But his son's like six or five or six or something. Mm-hmm. And so it's, you know. I can see why he wouldn't have done it a lot because it's like oh, you're with the boys and it's like yeah. it's pretty aggressive. Yeah. And then, and of course, he gets his he goes to grab his kid, and then he and then it's just like he's he's excited about it, but the kid is just focused on like oh there's like uh, craft services. Yeah. He's like oh I want yeah. the strawberries. Right. He's like yeah, yeah. Let me, like serve up a plate stuff. Like he's not celebrating with his team anymore. Right, he's right. taking care of his kid. Yeah, yeah. No yeah. kid is also I don't think interested in like what their parents are doing you know yeah i mean the kids are on it they all like go dad oh, you know okay. like they're a very wholesome right. family and they're like they're so proud of dad and like funny they yeah. talk about football obviously a lot and uh, right yeah. right your your dad's a football star yeah you could be stoked yeah uh, I, 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 to, your, a, to a point dad's when a you're a little kid yeah oh yeah yeah sure. that's true when you're a teenager, you're like, fuck you, yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. like f- football, uh, just, you know, as the Football's patriarchy. The, exactly. Um, it is interesting about football, though, that it does have that undercurrent of, like, Southern Christianity, you know? Yeah, or <laughs> right. just general Christianity. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's not all Southern. I think of Texas, I guess, maybe. Yeah. Of, like, where, like, football is, like, very much, even Friday Night Lights, yeah, yeah. At a high school. Where Christianity level. is still prevalent. Yeah. Texas Mostly is in, in the, the south, south, but they don't really consider themselves in the south. I guess. But, um, they're their own thing. Yeah, they, they're, they're Texans. But oh. there's there's more. So he like he does like so much little like lots of little things that just add to this this fucking character that he is. Yeah. Like he like he talks to like they don't show anybody. I mean, this is it's called quarterback, so they don't focus on the quarterbacks. But you get the impression that the team psychologist only really talks to him. Like he talks to the team psychologist what? a lot, and he takes his own notes while he's like talking with him and stuff. Uh-huh. And then he, you know, talking. He's talking about like why he's like, yeah. Sometimes I just like it's a good practice to like say out loud like what you're feeling and stuff, and like it's like it can get like pretty intense like, and all that. And he's like, I like to like let it out. He's just like being like so upfront about like yeah. the process and like. Oh my gosh! What a but like, dumb, what's it big like to? Guy. What's it like to? He. It's funny that you say dumb because I don't <laughs> think he's dumb. He's just he genuinely is like. I don't know. I mean, yeah. Does 
No, I don't eat. I mean, in I want you to watch like it an it, endearing way of like he's like that's the most like childlike. I he's guess. A, it's a wholesome no. endearing. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't sound like an idiot, right? He re, he goes he to the bookstore. Like he has different values. And, it's not what I mean. I guess it's not what I meant. I said it with a smile on my face. Is like, oh, you're a big dumb guy. <laughs> like you're trying to you're, like we're all big dumb guys, you know. We're trying yeah. to. No, no, we're no. Try- <laughs> <laughs> Stop. We're all big no, dumb no, no, guys. No. I was saying it like everybody's but, dumb. But like, to, but like to say it as like, yeah, sometimes it's like really helpful to like talk. Like he's genuinely. Yeah, he's not talking as if like this is common knowledge. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's saying like common mm. knowledge shit without any sort of like awareness yeah, that everyone cute. knows this. I think it's cute. But it's yeah, also, yeah. yeah, but that's like. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people who are very likable do that. Like they're not like True. speaking as if who they're talking to. Right. There isn't an air of like I'm educating you right yeah. now, and it's like yeah, no shit. It's more just like yeah, yeah. That is, it is. Know? It is good to yeah. be reminded of. Yeah. yeah, it is good to say that. Right. You're not worried about how you're coming off. Yeah. Like. But, and yeah, he does all this, like he has, he does this thing where uh, he puts like these things on his brain or like this thing that reads his brain yeah. waves. Uh-huh. And then, like, he watches his... <laughs> his dog brown. <laughs> and, he, and he has, like, an app on his phone that's connected to it. Tight. And then uh, the it's app... Nice tech. The app will dim if it senses that your focus has gone elsewhere. That's tight. And so it, like, refocuses you. And so it's, like, a way to, like... Practice I don't know if it works or not. Mindfulness. But it's, like, a way to, like, focus your brain so you can stay focused on one particular they, task. So they had people come in. They have places that do this here in Denver. So when I was in my IOP for my alcoholism, uh-huh. they came in into this whole, like, pitch. It, of course, it was, like, it could be covered by certain insurances, but, like, yeah. it's wild. Mm-hmm. But basically that exact thing. It's, like, a mindfulness training, yeah. like, that you do while hooked up to these things. And I was, like, that's wild. Yeah, I'm sure. We're, I mean, like, especially for like his job, where it's like, when you got the whole crowd going, and then now yeah. it's like, mm-hmm. or like, say like during that comeback game, it's like when you're down by 33, you can get in your own head like this totally. game is lost or whatever. But like to be focused by like this, we're playing this, this play, play right yeah. now. Yeah. This is all like we just have to execute this right. like right mm-hmm. here and now, and not be like worried about the narrative that's been built around the game. Totally, which is incredibly hard to do. So. <laughs> He's probably just, he's a pro, dude. He's so nah. good. And um, yeah, he's, yeah, he does that. He does like weird, he has like these two chiropractor people who come and like work out and like really like, it's almost like a raw thing. Like they're like yeah. really digging into his tissues and stuff. <laughs> like this is probably, it probably works. I don't know. Like when you're at that level, like every little edge that you're getting, like it's just a good, good massage. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, really loosen up the tissues. Yeah. Even With a it... big guy, you got to do Rolfing. <laughs> you can't just do a normal massage. <laughs> yeah. You got to really get in there. Yeah. Some elbow grease on it. Anyways, if really watch quarterback to become a Vikings fan because okay. Kirk Cousins is so endearing. Um, so I was watching the Vikings game. I was like, I used to like Vikings. the Vikings because they're purple. Yeah. It's like, uh, yeah, of course I want the Giants to win it all, but if you watch this and be like, God damn, this guy deserves it. Which is funny because it is he a court what is he? Is the quarterback? Yeah, the okay. show the show I, well, is quarterback. I know, but you said I thought you said the show's called quarterback, so they don't focus on the well, quarterback. Well he no, because it, I got the sense that like no other member of the team talked to the oh, team psychologist. Okay, okay. Like he's the only one. It's funny. Anyways, uh <laughs> 
and like they're like show like there's scenes that with just him in the locker room and the psychologist is like next to him he's like way to go Kurt like <laughs> they're buds you really did it this day yeah, yeah. couldn't <laughs> go without you doc yeah uh yeah what else about this show yeah so like I watched last it. season the, the Giants knocked out the the Vikings in the playoffs which I was just watching to wait for that for that moment because it's like it's fun. Mm-hmm. But it's not that you watch it from their perspective. It's like goddamn, because like, <laughs> yeah. they're they're. I mean, it really was like they had a great team last year, and uh, I, I hope they, I hope they do good this year. Yeah. I want them. Thirty five years old, Kirk Cousins, older yeah. than us. That's he's, rare. He's, he's getting up there. Yeah, he's, he doesn't have many great seasons left, and even like this this whole past season, like his ribs were like not broken but bruised, and like mm. he's in pain like every game. Oh, buddy. And that's okay. what this show kind of does well. Like, it gets into, like, the play calling of, like, how fucking insane it is and complex mm-hmm. and, like, how much they have to remember and, like, all this stuff and then how much um, just, like, physicality and, and pain that they have to endure yeah. for an entire football season. It's, an, it's, it's a tough job. And Peyton Manning, he's a producer on the show, and he's like, I am biased. I am biased. Uh but I think a quarterback is the hardest position to play in all of sports. Oh, all of sports. Okay. Yeah. Like any, any, any sport, a quarterback on an NFL football team is the mm. hardest thing you can possibly do. Like mentally or not physically? All, just, yeah. Well, not, well, not like performance physically wise, but yeah, just yeah, all everything, the, everything he- combined. weighing on you. Because of like all the, the factors combined. And it's all, yeah, whatever. And just, yeah, no, it is a lot to remember and a lot, and you have to know everything about what your team is doing and the other team. You have to be able to read the other team. You have like everything that's going on. Yeah. And then you have to be able to execute. Right. And like throw the football right where it needs to go and all in a very fast. And I was like, it's kind of, it's kind of hard argument to argue against. I mean, I have no idea. I have no frame of reference. You think rowing? You think boys in the boat? <laughs> Dude. <laughs> it is insane how many times I've come acor- across rowing as a sport that in like every book I've read, it feels like since then. Because Amazon's recommending you I this know. time. You're in the algorithm, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go. got to pause. Word. Swag. What else? We've been doing? We watched The Fly. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I missed half of that. I forgot about the fly. We watched The Fly. Yeah. Jamal, he wanted to watch a horror movie. Yeah. And then he wanted to watch something. What kind of horror movie were you wanting to watch? (laughs) I don't remember. He had the the craving for more of a psychological horror, not like a monster horror. Yeah, yeah. And then we ended up watching The Fly. (laughs) (laughs) Which this movie is pretty entertaining. It's good. Yeah, and it's funny. (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty hilarious. It's pretty out there. And I mean the makeup that they mm-hmm. I mean it's gross. It's just it's yeah. gross. But that's what like what becomes so hilarious about it cuz he's like I feel like they play with it from the original 1950s version or whatever. Uh-huh. It's like he gets trapped in the teleportation machine with a fly and he comes out the other side like fucked up immediately. Yeah. That's my impression. I've never seen that, but I've I never seen it. From pop culture. Because so, that's what it feels like they're playing on is the suspense of he goes he's through. He's becoming the fly. And yeah, and like it opens up and it's going to feel like it's going to be a reveal. And then he's like totally fine. <laughs> you walk out and you're like, what? Yeah, he comes out and he's like, he wakes great. up in the middle of the night and he's like doing acrobatic shit that yeah. he can do. He feels stronger and he has like an insatiable sex drive. That yeah. He, he's just like, he starts to like 
Like his his sweat is like cum. <laughs> like yeah, like cum yeah. is like pouring off his body. He can't <laughs> stop fucking. Yeah, and so he tries to force the girl he's with to go through the machine so she can also get the same sex drive. And she's like, Nah, she's like, I'm not going through. You seem weird. And yeah, he's like, she's like, No, you have to be at my level. <laughs> like, yeah, and he's like. Is this then, weird? And he fucking punches through the wall or whatever, like, bust the fuck yeah, out of the banister. Like, Do I not look okay? Does this not okay to you? And he like punches, <laughs> punches through his wall, <laughs> just like wood sh- shavings everywhere. It's fucking explodes. There's it. some really funny parts of there, this movie. Yeah, and it's but it's just so funny the dynamic of he's slowly morphing into this disgusting thing, yeah. and then just more and more like, but he's still like somewhat himself. Uh huh. So he's just holding conversations. There's just long scenes of him just looking like shit. Well, that's, the, that's the funny thing about it. It's so funny. <laughs> the, 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 the female character, uh, the romantic lead, it's so hilarious just watching her. It must be like six or seven times. Uh-huh. Or that's basically the second half of the movie is her yeah. just returning to his apartment <laughs> yeah. just to see how much worse he's gotten. Yeah, yeah. And she just keeps coming back just yeah. to see the progression. <laughs> yeah. And she just every single time she's it's like she's surprised every time uh-huh. that he's that he's even worse, that he looks even more like a fucking crazy ghoul. Yeah. I did see And she just cries. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> like, just... She gives him a hug one of the times like after his ear falls yeah, off. Yeah, his ear falls and off. And her face is like pressed up Ugh. against the same side yeah. of his head. Which I I'm think like... is a, it's totally intentional. So funny. Like the director to be like let's just really lean into the <laughs> like because the grossest part for me is when he's losing his fingernails and he's like yeah, taking yeah. the fingernails off. I'm like ugh I can't watch this. Yeah that shit's rough. It's definitely the, the makeup is uh, top notch. Yeah. <laughs> It's just his he looks so look hilarious, so plumpy and like, uh, it must hurt so bad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that it's now releasing your fingernails because your shit is so swollen, bro. Yeah, it's a, it's a uh, grody movie, but it's yeah. highly entertaining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty good. Jeff Goldblum. I mean, he's like an autistic guy or something. Like off the bat, like yeah. he is oh, already weird. weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like handsome, and she like wants to fuck him, and then he yeah. just becomes this fucking. <laughs> creature yeah it's pretty funny yeah i liked it i was pleasantly surprised <laughs> it's a good time there's one god is real moment where uh earlier that morning i was watching miss rachel with lucy mm-hmm. and then there's like a side character who has his own youtube channel oh his name's blippy oh yeah you don't like blippy and he just comes out as soon as he's on the screen i could tell that this guy sucks mm-hmm. he has like he's just oozing like phoniness like yeah. there's something genuine about miss rachel that's like yeah. endearing he has like this like <laughs> like yeah he's like just thinks he, he knows how to connect with kids but kind of i just hate doesn't. him i just don't like his vibe maybe it's because he's a guy i don't know his name's blippy sure and then miss rachel's like today we're gonna talk about vehicles and then he goes i, I love, love vehicles, vehicles. <laughs> I'm like what <laughs> You love vehicles. It's like I love sports. Like, yeah. what are you talking about? Anyways, people say that all the time. I love vehicles. I love sports. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, someone's this like a bad example. If someone's talking about like, yeah, like I, I went to the football game, and then somebody walks up, I like, love, I love sports. Like, I, love, I want yeah, to talk about like, sports no, with you. you. Get the fuck so, away from you're me. You're about it. I love structures. I like buildings yeah. a yeah. lot, <laughs> and like. So that happens. I yeah. love vehicles. And then we're watching the fly. And earlier in the fly, he's like riding in the car with her. And he's just like, I hate vehicles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking weird choice of words. Yeah. 
I hate vehicles. Like, I don't like driving. You didn't say I hate driving. Right. I, I don't hate like vehicles. I hate these. I hate vehicles. I love wow. hate vehicles. I love vehicles. I hate vehicles. Same yeah. day. That's, That's a crazy day. Just like God's real or something. That is, I think God might indeed be true and real. So Morgan couldn't hack it in this one. She fell asleep. No. I feel like she wanted to get out of it. I don't think. I think she was starting to get gross and she was, I, probably, I think it was a mixture. I, I honestly was, was surprised. There are times where I know that I'm dipping and mm-hmm. I give in. And then this was a rare time where like I was surprised that when I woke up, like I didn't realize I had fallen asleep mm-hmm. or was getting there. But I recognize that, yes, I, I need to go to bed. Like I've missed a solid chunk of this movie. Mm-hmm. It's hard to follow what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I had no, yeah, it was weird. I wasn't, I, I, it wasn't intentional because I remember specifically being like, whoa, I fell asleep for yeah. a while. No, dude, you guys, you were getting scared. You yeah. were getting grossed out. Right. That's another funny thing about this movie is uh, to test, he can, he can use the teleporter on inanimate objects, but he can't mm-hmm. do it. He hasn't done it with any sort of biology mm-hmm. successfully. So his test subject is a fucking baboon. Oh my god, yeah. He's <laughs> like, like, endless, like not a mouse. He has no, like endless ba- baboons like on yeah. hand. He turns one baboon inside out. Bamboon. Bamboon. <laughs> and then bamboo. And then yeah, what the fuck? Yeah. And he's like, let's try it round two. I think I got it. He yeah. uses another ba- baboon. It's like, why don't yeah. you start a little smaller there, buddy? And the baboon's like his friend. Like, yeah. Yeah. Do you have you befriended like I mean, multiple it's a, baboons? It's an extreme jump to be like, I'm gonna try it on a primate. Like that's a very Yeah. He's like itching to get in there. Yeah. It's really <laughs> it's what it is. Not even like morally, just like logistically. Like right. how how are you getting these baboons? Right. right. <laughs> You're stealing them from the zoo for sure. Yeah. I mean, they are like a classic. You're in New York. Just use a rat. Yeah. <laughs> they're a classic test subject, but like typically it's like mice rat. Pig, chimp, I would think would be the Yeah, chimp, not baboon. Maybe a chimp, they tested it in movie world and they're like, that seems too, like, too. Oh, uh, like there's a, is, you can get a separation. Yeah, they're too it's close. It's an uncanny valley of baboon. <laughs> yeah. Baboons are like, yeah. it's more savage feeling. Yeah. Lucy afraid of chimpanzees. <laughs> they have a snout. <laughs> yeah. You, Lucy watched a video of a real chimpanzee and she got very scared. Freaked out, oh. jumped and clung to me. Like what? It's, there's no noise. I in the didn't video. see this happen, but and we haven't retested it. But well, I'm curious. I'm yeah, just, dude, uh, it, it was mood. weird. Like that's why because she did it two times, once before and after, and once after. So it was like yeah, but it, within the same like hours, yeah, like not, same day. It hasn't been a same. It hasn't been like a following day situation. It was happening. really surprising to me. Mm. What I'll was the video? What was happening? Just in the a video. baby chimpanzee. Just the most cute thing yes. on planet Earth. I think. Well, you don't like sloths. My like, only oh, theory yeah. is that it's it's too it's human like but not human. It's uncanny valley. Yeah, and that she like something about that freaks her out. It was pretty like a couple of days after we had watched Toy Story three, mm-hmm. and there is the Clappy monkey. Uh, that's pretty, maybe that's that. Pretty, but she didn't get scared during the movie. Or she probably internalized it. She's like, "Holy fuck, <laughs> it's scary!" Christ, don't move. It's a yeah. scary. It's definitely something that I'm like, huh. Okay, yeah. weird. Yeah. Why? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tell me. Yeah. Talk to me, yeah. baby. <laughs> but so Morgan couldn't stay awake during the fly, but she did hack it. Fuck we yeah. decided to watch Leaving Las Vegas, and we started Leave Las Vegas way later in the day. Like, I definitely, like I definitely did not intend to watch this whole movie when we started. Your, you think is your interest in the subject matter? I love, I love engaged? this movie. 
I think it's great. This movie's also an entertaining movie. As fuck. Yeah. I I had <laughs> yeah. a great time. I mean, of course, there are like mm-hmm. things about, but it's like, it is just a fun, I love there's it. There's corn, any, there's some suspension right. of any, disbelief. Yeah. Anytime but, that sort of stuff starts reeling me out, Nick Cage says some funny fucking shit, and I'm so right funny. back in there. Yeah, Nick Cage is like way over the top, and... I'm a prickly bear. Yeah. There's no other movie like this. I no. Guess. It's a no. very unique movie. Well, yeah. and I've never seen in a movie like where where you're not trying to like overcome the addiction or someone else's. It's like, yeah. no, he's already settled in and the terms are like I am going to drink myself to death. Like I'm not interested in helping myself and like her accepting that and like giving him the mm-hmm. flask, like it's so weird. I have such conflicting feelings about yeah, it because like, it does give me a warm and fuzzy, but it's like you also don't truly love that person. Well, you're watching two people, two broken people, right? Yeah, right. And she has more, she has, she's the one with the arc, the character arc, yeah. kind yeah. of, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess by the end, is she a better person because she's talking to like a therapist or something? Oh, I don't know, but like, um. <laughs> Yeah, it's weird. Like the whole time you're like waiting for them to fuck, kind of. And yeah. then when they finally do, it's fucking weird. It's yeah. It's really weird. Yeah. Because she's been raped and he's been, he's on, he's, he's about, about to die. To die. He's he's like literally dying. Yeah. yeah. And that, dude, that, it's whole like, sequence, the rape sequence. I mean, one of, awful. one of the most disturbing, I feel like. I don't know. Maybe just I'm so, I don't know, her character or something. I'm so like invested in her character. I don't know what it is, but also that the one of the guys is retarded. I don't know. The whole thing yeah. is just like, geez, it's very well done, I think. It's very and, like ugh. it's seen because they're young enough to where you're like, yeah, it, this feels true to life. Cause they're just going right. off each other's energy. Yeah. And the just the ramps. And way that's how up. it gets out of control. It's mm-hmm. very terrifying. Yeah, it's it's scary. really scary. It's why scary. high school is a scary place. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're probably like in college. I, I think they're and then the one guy's gay, and so he's like he gets his fuck he gets yeah, all fucking insecure. butthurt about it. He's gay. Who's gay? The, the one who guy. asks to fucking fuck her in the butt. And then she's like, why don't you fuck one of your friends in the butt? And that's what starts the whole thing. Because he... he, he oh, I didn't realize w- that he was gay. I mean, I think I think it's he's imp- just retarded and he's mad that not, she doesn't want to fuck it's him. It's implied that he could be and that he's raging. Like, she, uh, she picks up on him probably being gay. Like, she could tell his, like, energy. It's not... It's definitely, like, it, 90s... Yeah, like <laughs> I guess maybe I don't know. I just like you want to fuck pick, you want to fuck up. me in the ass. Like you're, you're gay. probably gay. Yeah. yeah, but again, I don't think even even if that's what she's. I mean, yeah, that's the thing she's saying is like she does say that. Right, right. Yeah, no, but I'm saying you could say that to any guy to try and make them mad. Of they course. don't have to actually also be gay. But it right, no, but I think it's in it, his reaction of yeah. how like personally he like because he like reflects get, on it. But before he's he mentally hits her. retarded, and I think that that. Has already been like the the level at no, which no, he's being like it's bad to be gay. And is he retarded? 90. He's there's he, something simple about him, but yeah, like yeah. I definitely. Th- I don't know. To me, I also got the weird. Vibe I think that's of, why like, the early nineties so up about it. Let's like show like he probably like yeah. This is being gay is weird. It it's is like, weird. Yeah. Like it's not. I thought portrayed he was just as retarded in... because that's what I. That's what's also <laughs> fucked up and weird about the other two guys is that they're like. They're like making fun of this retarded guy, being like, "What? Look how hilarious it is that we brought him to 
this motel to fuck a hooker. I know. I did get weird. Yeah, but I feel like she would have picked up on that more quickly and had more sympathy for that guy, yeah. but she went right at him as like, fuck you, dude. So that's why it's a little weird. But she did. I mean, the way she does it, though, is just like, all right, like, I'm out of here. Like, why don't you fuck your fucking friends in the butt? No, I'm no, going to no, get that out of here. She's, she's pissed, but it, it's. It's because they're already breaking all the rules. She's like only one person in the room at a time, all this shit. And they're like, no, 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 look, look at they're ramping this energy already way up. Well, and she says, I think she says, maybe you want to fuck one of your buddies in the ass. It's definitely implied. Yeah, yeah. There isn't, yeah. I am on Morgan's side. Like, I agree with you. Like, Mm -hmm. it is like a weird thing, but like, there's something, yeah, she says something like, maybe you'd want to fuck one of your, like, she says, she she almost says it not as like a diss, as like a, Hey, like, hey, hey like, buddy. I can tell. Yeah. <laughs> like that you're not, maybe. I'm not, you're I'm not into I this. Should, I didn't pick up on that. Because when it shoots back to him, I mean, he is like, he's t- he took it very personally. Like, that's why he fucking punched her, <laughs> punched her out. Right. But again, I, I just took that as he, in the 90s, calling anybody gay, a guy gay, will make them mad. And he's also mentally retarded. Sure. And is she, she has now rejected him, and he thought he was going to have sex with her. And so he fucking flips out. Sure. He doesn't know how to handle this situation. He should never be put in this situation. Yeah, anyways, I think it's all can, true. Yeah, I don't it's know. All. That's, that's, but anyway, this movie... It's a complicated Z. This it movie is. is so good. It's very well done. So I, so I really good. liked it. I really liked it. I thought it was. I mean, I don't know if I, I'd like I, I watch it, it over and over mm-hmm. again or anything, but like it felt unique and it felt fun. You know what? I f- I feel like I, I got a very I get a Phantom stuff. Thread vibes from this movie. Oh yeah, because of their relationship. This like this toxic relationship. Yeah, it's very toxic. I'm to- get sick and I'm that- sweeter when I am like in this. Yeah. And that that is you know what yeah. I mean like is this weird codependent like agreement of the fucking you're each like but the difference being I feel like they're both safer with each other true whereas in Phantom Thread it's like they're bad for each other but they like it you know it's like but like it's like he's definitely not yeah. safer with her <laughs> he's no no but he is he is safer with her and she's definitely safer with him because she gets. Her pimp beats the fuck out of her yeah. and rapes her. Yeah. And then... Well, yeah, it's not one to one. I'm just saying there is a there's a phantom thread <laughs> but that connects that's them. Just, yeah, but I'm just I'm just saying that. Yeah, it is like a like they're good for each other, but they're both. But they're not. Well, they're, well, not, they're, the, both they're not the best for each other. Yeah, yeah. they're what they're, they're normal ways of living is not as good. Yeah. as yeah. them together. Right, that's a step up. But they're comforting but obviously each there's other other things they should be doing to fix their lives. lives. Right. right, like there it's a it's a companionship. Yeah, I do think they do the thing well. You know, Nick Cage, like uh, he, you know, he wakes up uh, abruptly multiple times in the night and early morning needing to drink. I thought that was a a nice little detail that he I feel goes like through is withdrawals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's he's that, heavily it's that dependent interrupted on sleep, dude. That'll fucking mm-hmm. kill you. I'm gonna go grab her. No, no, we're taking a break. Leaving Las Vegas. Another thing about leaving Las Vegas that I like, which is what I feel like uh, movies. A lot of movies that are bad nowadays. Uh, the majority of them, I feel, uh-huh. do this, where there's something topical or a reference to like a meme or like something that's happening in pop culture Uh that's just like dates the movie yeah and is like 
Like, because there's all this popular shit that happens on the internet. Like, the mm-hmm. internet has taken up everyone's attention, and like, it's easier. Like, everything. Like, oh, you can see something that's five seconds long that's hilarious. Right. Yeah, it's funny. Fun, a funnier joke than anything mm-hmm. that you'll see in a movie. So like right. every, everyone loves these things and then they jam them into these movies. Yeah. And like, I just be, it makes you self-aware like while you're watching yeah. it yeah. you're like, Oh, there takes me out of this world. And like, right. P- puts reminds me, back me into of a reality. <laughs> puts me back into my own world where I yeah. remember seeing that and where I saw it. Like, yeah. And I Weird. feel like going back and watching these movies or movies that don't do that, like leaving Las Vegas, like here's a contained story. Yeah. That's not like talking about, uh, anything that's politically charged now or like right. anything, it's just like here's a story that would someone wanted to tell yeah about characters you know so it's like mm-hmm. everything and like you know all the best stories are just well-developed characters in ambiguous situations like yeah. that's that's all you really need to have yeah. like an interesting story yeah and when you try to like shoehorn it's almost like anytime the moral is society has wronged you and you're a victim and so right. what society is doing is like wrong and needs to be fixed to help like these oppressed people or mm-hmm. or you if you're a part of that group or like whatever that's all that's way less interesting than like here's a person who has their own personal struggle and like watching them overcome it and like, right. or, or not overcome or it not. Or whatever. yeah yeah <gasps> succumb to it so that's more relatable that's more yeah. like that's people think oh it's relatable to like shine a light on like a struggle of like a group of people mm-hmm. when i feel like it's like it's, it's like you need to yeah. relate on an individual there's like a no shit right thing i mean about it's that. i mean it's <laughs> yeah we it's like the same thing of trying to raise money for a village in africa as opposed to one african child it's just a fault of human empathy yeah yeah yeah. you just and disconnect after a certain number of people you just go i can't give a shit yeah but even if they they're and not even consciously just subconsciously it yeah. just happens yeah. So, anyways, leaving Las Vegas has like a that a timeless vibe. There's a yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm watching it now. I'm like, this is an interesting story because I'm not being I'm I'm in their world. I'm not reminded yeah. of my own. Um, movie magic. It's yeah, got movie magic. Uh, the fly too. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> like, I'm in his world, world dude. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, it's disgusting. Leaving Las Vegas. Any other thoughts on that? Classic gem of a film. I'm really good in bed. Yeah, <laughs> I'm really good. <laughs> I really want to sleep he says a lot of funny shit in this movie. It is Prickly Pear. And he goes down the escalator, and she's still walking yeah. there in the mall. And he then he finally notices. He goes, "I need a drink." He <laughs> throws his head back. Yeah. Hilarious. Cash in the check at the bank. Yeah. I am ready to sign, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good. <laughs> Top tier Nick Cage movie. Top tier. Do we do our favorite Nick Cage movies? I think so. Maybe. I can't remember. Adaptation Anyways. is obviously the best. Um, so we watched Shane Gillis's Beautiful Dogs, yes. we had to mention. Dude. Watch this special, special everybody. Of the year. So it's good. so good. I mean, yeah, it's between Shane Gillis and Louis C.K. coming out in mm-hmm. the same year, like boom, boom. I think Sorry and Live in Austin might have came out the same year. Oh, yeah, and I think I gave the edge to Live in Austin. It's like special of the year, mm-hmm. and I might give the edge to Beautiful Dogs on this one because it's, it's just silly. So funny. There's so many laughs. Yeah. And we were saying this last week about Mark Norman's special, where it's like, oh, it's hard to really judge it because we'd already seen it, so all the elements of surprise. Mm-hmm. Which Mark's comedy is more attuned to that, 
But mm-hmm. Shane, I mean, we had seen this exact- more recently. I know, Way more recently. and it made me laugh. And I remembered every joke, and yeah. it was still like just hilarious. Holy fuck, yeah. it's so funny. Can I just bring her up here? We're I'm almost done. We're about to wrap up. Okay. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. Beautiful dogs. Beautiful dogs. Watch it. A lot of fun bits on Netflix. On Netflix. Okay, last thing. Telemarketers. We just watched this front to back, all three episodes yesterday. Yeah. Well, I started watching it and I got into episode two and I was like, I need Jordan to see this to validate. Well, I wanted to watch it and I saw that you were already mid, but then you actually were like, I need you to see episode two (laughs) or whatever. And I was like, okay, yeah, if you're fucking, you rarely do that. You rarely are watching something and like, you need to watch it too. So I was like, yeah. I don't think I was this is like a great it. show. I like it. I don't love it. But dude, this guy is so unintentionally like the h- most hilarious character. Well, it's funny that they put him in the position of interviewing yes. like politicians. He's and stuff. got like sunglasses on. It's because like, of his teeth. Like you don't see people interview other people with yeah. jacked up missing jacked right. up teeth he's a former drug addict i mean so it's well and he clearly doesn't even like understand you know a lot of right, stuff he's self-conscious yeah. because he just he's not and so he'll be like oh okay like yeah well that's a lot yeah okay so and he'll look at he's his not phone. a professional they're all yeah. amateurs which it's is what makes so it more funny. endearing like yeah the first episode of the show is the best out of all three and then it gets into like it gets less interesting and it seems like they kind of stretch it i would agree um but that being said, if they tackled this same subject matter, which is telemarketers, there's a telemarketing company that um, got in trouble because they're like they're like they're calling people and to raise money for like uh, like police fraternity, like you got to help your local police and stuff. And uh, the twist, like so, like they whatever they got sued. You have to just watch it. They got sued. <laughs> And eventually got shut down, but then there's so many loopholes and then like other companies spawn to do the same shit where they're just calling people and being like raising money for children's hospital, raising money for firefighters. And they are technically like they have agreements with these these unions and stuff, but they only give 10% of the money to these unions. And the reason why the unions do it is because 10% of a lot of money is more yeah. than 100%. And they of don't nothing. have to do yeah. anything. Right. It's like free money. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so and so what so like kind of the turn in the movie cuz like they got so all the the telemarketing companies get in trouble with like the law and mm-hmm. shit, but no one ever goes after these police fraternities who right. are when these guys dig into it realize are like providing the language for them to say because that's where they get in trouble. Like, oh, they're mm-hmm. saying on the phone I'm with the police. that I'm with the police, and you're not yeah. allowed to say that because you're not. Right. You have to be upfront about what's happening. You have to tell them that only 10% of the money you're donating is going right. to them, and then eventually they start saying 100% of the money you're donating is going <laughs> to them, and they get and then so they get sued <laughs> or they get fined or whatever. Yeah. And what it turns out is like they find like the emails and stuff where it's like these companies are telling them to say that. Like it's on the police fraternities. And they never get right. in trouble. Like the, they're like, how is it just the telemarketers who have who who hire criminals? 
They're all literally 100% criminals. Yeah. Because, yeah, it's the only job they can get. (laughs) Right. So And they're good at manipulation and and sales. And so it's like all these people (laughs) who can't get jobs anywhere else who are getting out of the job because these companies are getting shut down. Meanwhile, all like the police fraternities, like they get off scot-free. Yeah. And they get all, you know, whatever, only 10%, but still, it's like they're the ones who are like green lighting, like all this shit. And like these telemarketing companies don't exist unless these other companies. Anyways, yeah. Um, I feel like this whole subject matter wouldn't be as cool, or like wouldn't be as entertaining if it was like a professional level of like oh the God, HBO yeah. documentary, like mm. the guys who are like who do it for a living or whatever. Yeah. These guys don't know what the f- they're just former telemarketers that drug he filmed like yeah. at, during mm. his time in the nineties. So they have all this yeah. footage of like them yeah. fucking around in the office. And then he just decides to like, yeah, we should like pursue this. And they fucking suck. <laughs> and so it's like, and so there's like a charm to like just how bad yeah. of like filmmakers they are. Right, it right. so funny. So, yeah. yeah. That's, That's telemarketers. Anyways, Lucy is. She's very sad. Yeah, so we got to end this podcast. But thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, love you guys. Love you. Quit talking. Put butter on this shit. Bye. Stay hydrated. <laughs>